you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Unsealed, the official podcast of Wings of the Eagle. I am Christopher Manta, your host and your brother in Christ. I hope I am. Today is um, a crazy day, crazy days. And it's a, a different kind of episode that we've been doing. Well, usually different than we ever do, really. Um, but certainly different than the last couple of months. Um, and that is a special appeal to you um, as hopefully a Christian and a hope, hopefully a lover of Israel and lover of justice, peace, truth, love. Lover of love, yeah, fruit of the spirit. Um, I want to appeal to you because I was put on uh, the heart of several on the, the team that I work with, ministry team, just folks who are on mission together. Um, to first of all, we saw what happened on now Saturday morning um, in America. Anyway, woke up to horrible news in Israel, and um, immediately some of us uh, started to formulate how to help. And so um, we talked about it, we prayed about it, we actually had a Zoom call that night, and um decided that perhaps the best way to do this is to uh, raise as much as we possibly can to send to the front lines. And um, where exactly that would be, we actually uh, have decided on that. And it turns out, I did confirm with a um, good friend who's in Israel, a believer, um, if this was a good use of the funds, and he says, yes, absolutely. <clears throat> and that is, there's a hospital called the Barzai, I think it is, um, in Ashkelon. Ashkelon is very near to the Gaza border, the northern border of Gaza. And it's basically the biggest city in the area. Um, and it's the one that gets most of the rocket fire when you see that on your news or on your social feeds, most often Ashkelon. Ashdod is a little farther away, but it gets a lot, but Ashkelon really gets the most. Anyway, they actually rocketed the hospital itself, it turns out, on Saturday. And it's, it may have been happened twice. Of um, Can't be sure of that. But the point is, it's a hospital. They have many wounded. Many, unfortunately, ended up dying and may continue to, and uh, they need major help just to stay open, just to have the supplies that they need. To have. Now, you, know, you know what a hospital does. It's a hospital. And it's going to be needed now that this is legitimately um, wartime in the Jewish state. So we are raising money to send them. It is literally a frontline um, medical center. They will take um, a donation directly. So through the um, nonprofit that um, we have set up called Jacob's Refuge. If you're not familiar with it, please go to the website, jacobsrefuge.com. If you see right below in the description of this video, right on the video, right under my face. And if you're listening, it is jacobsrefuge.com slash Israel. Any page on that site will help you understand. But the Israel 
page itself will detail exactly w- what's going to be done and why. And as a matter of fact, uh, for the viewers, I'll show it to you now. All righty. There it is. Donate directly to the people of Israel. Urgent appeal. Um, originally, when we first wrote it up, it says, uh, help us raise $1,000 in seven days for crisis relief near Israel-Gaza border. Well, we can do more than that. Um, as of right before I went on the air, I checked, and people are answering the call to this. And if you see on the site, and I'm showing it to you now if you're watching, um, there's the hospital in Ashkelon targeted by Hamas terrorists. There is the literal damage in the hallway from rocket. There is a hole in the wall where the explosion happened. You see the extensive damage there. They're shooting in hospitals, guys. Okay, I mean, it's kind of the lowest of the low, although they keep going lower. Um, what we're finding out about, you know, the the towns that are uh, were invaded and the rapes and the murder of babies and all that stuff is all true. And so, and kidnappings, by the way, there are at least 100 poor souls that were kidnapped from their homes, taken to terrorist central in Gaza. And God knows what's going to happen to them. Uh, but I want you to give something. I want you to give whatever you can, 20 bucks, whatever it is, jacobsrefuge.com. If you go to the Israel page, you will again see the write-up about it and why we're doing it. And the button, the link to give is right there. Click give here. There's the donation form. Yes, we are a nonprofit entity, so if you want to take us off your taxes, that will be fine. You can do PayPal or credit card, whatever you've got. I just wanted to show this to you, so I need you to give something right now. That's what I, that's what I would like. Okay? Simple as I can put it. Um, I'll be giving. Uh, many on the team who put this together pretty much everyone on that team or gave themselves so it's not as if <clears throat> we're asking people to do something that we're not willing to do Marianne, excellent excellent idea brother says i will share this with my church there you go <laughs> yes um because you know most of us have church services this weekend right Almost everyone is on Sunday. Some of y'all on Saturday. That's fine. Present this to your church and say, hey, this has to be done. Um, what what are we going to do as a congregation? Okay. And again, just direct them to the website. Everyone knows how to give off give through a form on a website, right? No excuses, no delays. Thank you for sharing it with your church. I want everyone watching this to share it with their church. It is the easiest thing in the universe. Guys, you don't actually have to lift a finger. Literally. I mean, you do have to, I guess, if you're on your phone, you're just scrolling around and tapping things, and it's done. Boom. Give what you can. It will go directly with no administrative costs, nothing deducted other than what PayPal takes out. If you use PayPal, you know they take a percent. You know how that works. Other than that, we Jacob's Refuge will not be keeping anything. Nothing. 100%. Directly to the hospital, directly next week. Okay? Um, so I, I don't know how much clearer we can be. That's the ask. That's the um, need and like I said, um, it's not going to be over anytime soon. It's, uh, this conflict is going to get very messy, potentially. I mean, that's, you know, the words fail you. But um, <clears throat> it's not as if it was a one-day 
like 9-11 happened, right? Once. And that was, I mean, things kind of sort of happened after that, but nothing like a repeat. This could be repeated at any time. As a matter of fact, um, Hamas, who of course is the responsible party, 100 billion percent, Um, uh, both the a former leader of Hamas, I believe it was yesterday, and now um, they've gone on. I see a video has been posted to Al Jazeera in Arabic. Actually, I'll show you that picture too, if I can. Um, yeah. All right. There's there's a screenshot from Al Jazeera in Arabic. That is uh, Hamas. Um, and what it said there was, let's see. Hamas has issued a general call to all Arabs. There, you by see how they use racism, by the way. A general call to all Arabs in Judea, Samaria, and Jerusalem. That's what they would call the West Bank. If you're looking at a map, it's that area that's usually in Israel, but has little dotted lines because those are the Palestinian areas. Uh, the Jews call it Judea and Samaria. Uh, it's just a war of words. Anyway, the point is they're calling on Arabs who live in Judea, Samaria, Jerusalem, and all of Israel proper, in other words, all the rest of the country of Israel, that's not Palestinian territory, to, quote, take the street to the streets and kill Jews. What else do, what else do we need to know? That's why they did it? Don't believe any bogus junk about, about occupation or or suffering of innocence in gaza they gaza look there are many innocents in gaza i talked about this earlier this week on um i don't know different places um on tuesday actually i did a prophecy news update about it right um go check that out it, there's many innocent people in gaza there are but, I mean, there's two million souls there. They're not all Hamas. But many of them are. I don't know exactly how many. Um, a good, a decent amount, okay? We're talking thousands at, at least. Um, and they control it. It's not like they're a faction or a gang. They actually got elected. The, the people of Gaza brought this on themselves. I'm sorry. Uh, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying, you know, getting killed or getting, you know, having uh, Israel obliterate your town. I'm saying the, the fact that Hamas is responsible, they put Hamas in power. That you can't go back. And it's like the it's like the German, the German population coming back after Hitler or you know after it turns out, oh, Hitler was really bad. Huh? Oh, I didn't vote for him. I never supported him. Or I was made to support him under threat. Well, guess what? How does history judge such a person who says that? Not well. Um, how was how God, more importantly, the Lord Jesus Christ, going to judge people who say that? Not well. Not well, especially those of us who are believers and who know better. And there are not a lot of believers in, Hamas, in in Gaza. I understand that. But we know of believers there. I have contacts, and many others do. Um, folks who are literally on the ground, ministries who are there, who are doing the work. In fact, we'll be talking to um, one who's intimately involved in a, in a conference that we're doing this weekend and next weekend. It's called Set the Captives Free at alfadiacademy.com. Please go there and buy a ticket. Um, but the point is, it's you should know better. 
Okay, you're gonna you're reaping the whirlwind. Um, for electing they elected Hamas. You know when it happened? I did right. I think I did a teaching or whatever. We were like immediately afterward, like mind boggling, mind boggling. What do you think is going to happen? This, this is inevitable. What's happening now? Inevitable. Anyway, so being that it's inevitable, it's easy for us as believers to help because we know what to do. We know why it's happening. We know what we're getting involved with. We know how to do it. So let's do it together, okay? At least for right now, this the sh initial um, shock and... um. You know, the, the unreality of it all is settling, and we're going to have a lot of need for physical aid, hospital-wise. And so I think this is a perfect first step. And like I said, I think God actually confirmed it directly after we were talking about it and, and basically came up with it independently. Um, then we find out that it was attacked and, and bombed. So... God is like, yes, that needs it. All right. Uh, let's get to questions. Bond servant says, help friends give to. Oh, like help those who want to. I help someone and put who the donation was given from. Okay. Yeah. You can basically, you know, if they're bad with technology or whatever, right? Um, you can do that. You can help them do it and even put their name on it to assist. That's beautiful. You know, please do do that. Please, please do that. Um, um, and she says as well, I live a about a mile or less from my big mosque, but no news if anything is afoot about for the day of rage call for tomorrow. That's the other thing I wanted to. Oh, I did say that, right? The Hamas thing. They didn't actually specify Friday, but um, the guy yesterday did. So, yeah, they th that's what you heard from Hamas was actually in Israel proper to kill Jews. But this larger call was for a, you know, a day of rage and, and jihad. OK, let's be truthful. Um, tomorrow, Friday, the 13th in every country. Now, of course, they would love that. Will it really happen? I kind of doubt it. Uh, because, well, it looks bad. Um if you don't, if you're a Muslim, you don't want to be associated with Hamas and ISIS and 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 raping, pillaging, torturing, kidnapping, all the things you say Islam is not about, which many Muslims say that, and they some of them really believe it. Um, you're never going to want to associate with with this call um, to jihad. But then this, at a certain point, the the cream is going to rise to the top you know what i mean the rubber meets the road other uh, silly expressions like some people who do believe it those who do believe that that hamas etc really do represent muhammad and his teachings which they do um they're going to actually maybe do something about it okay now so my your reaction may be okay, I'm going to, whatever, take super precautions, and that's great if that's how the Spirit's leading you. That's not how he's leading me in that. Um, it makes me want to go to my local mosque tomorrow and evangelize them or put on my I Support Israel t-shirt. Um, get Hand out tracks. You know, invite them to out to lunch sometime to talk about the real Jesus. I don't know. Some that's what it makes me want to do. Um, and I I will be obviously part of that conference, like I mentioned tomorrow. But before or after I'm committed to that, I may I may just go out and do the Great Commission thing. Why why aren't we doing it more? I don't know. Uh, anyways, so yes, this is all part of the situation but please just get, i just saw i just saw a receipt for a donation come in thank you so so very much i love this i won't name the person who did it but there's a for, uh, a space on the a donation form it says donate in the name of like bond servant was saying like for a friend but this person says donate in the name of yeshua yes 
Yes, yes. Jesus, the Lord. <clears throat> that in his name is why we do this. Yes. Yes. Right? The, the Lord would say, um, you know, if you offer even a, a cup of water to one of these little, right? In my name, you know, you're receiving me like, yes, in the name of Yeshua, we do this. And one way or another, hopefully somehow, whether it be doors open or spiritual, you know, supernatural events or, you know, God visiting or other maybe believers in, in country making connections with this hospital. I don't know. Um, but some way the, God, the good news is going to go forth and disciples are going to be created for Yeshua and souls are saved now. And the kingdom is growing. The kingdom is expanding even in the middle of a war a holy war between a false God called Allah and the Jewish people who are generally blind to the Messiah. So it seems like there's no place for, for the good news in there. Oh, yeah? Uh, like, that's the most fertile ground I could think of. I just got, we just got another um, donation. Thank you. I, I don't want to take anyone's anonymity, so I'm not going to say anything named but i see you love it um yeah let's bless somebody okay bless just bless them if it, uh, many times especially americans and westerners right we feel very inadequate or we can't we don't feel like we're making a difference or we if we give to some giant <clears throat> giant charity we don't know where it's going we kind of want to believe it but we can never you know how much of it is really going to that? Usually a very small fraction. Well, again, everything you give minus PayPal fees or whatever um, is going to a hospital on the front line of this war, period, the end. Go to jacobsrefuge.com slash Israel to learn more and to give. Thank you. Um Yeah, uh, Marianne says, even if hypothetically Allah were a name for God, it is and it isn't, right? Uh, if it were a name for God, Allah is definitely not the same, in the same spirit as a loving, just God. That's, that is accurate, friend. That is accurate. You know, it's, what was it, a week or two or three ago, whatever, at End Time Church, that's why I spoke on and I called it Allah versus Jesus. Um. Because that's the end times. I mean, really, that's what we're talking about. You know, Satan is called by different things, and Allah means God, so Satan doesn't mind being called God. In fact, that's what he wants. It does, right? Duh. Now, if if we know our scriptures at all, it's exactly what he desires to be worshipped. Matthew four, Luke four has it out directly with Jesus there. So that's that exchange is what we're going to see at the end. And of course, we know Jesus comes and is not challengeable when he comes on the clouds uh, and dishing out the wrath of God. That's not, he's not going to lose anything in that battle. But, um, but until then, that's the, that's the war we're in. And again, it's a spiritual battle, but it has, it has fleshly, results when those who are doing the fighting are lost they're not saved the most unsaved people in the world are hamas for example but that's why it's awesome to go to your local muslims to your local mosque or what have you or even your local jewish center but the point is you there's no easier you don't have to wonder who's saved in your town. Right? Or, boy, I wonder if they're a cultural Christian, lukewarm, but no, they're not Christians at all. <laughs> they know nothing about Jesus, especially the Muslims know nothing about the real Jesus. They have a made-up one. And and the Jews usually just stick their fingers in their ears when, you know, they don't want to know about Isaiah 53. And they think it's a Gentile God that these Christians are serving, whatever. So, like, yeah, that's easy. Gospel is easy in that environment. 
Uh, bond servant says, while we need to witness to Muslims, I correct. I'm terribly concerned the anti-Semitism in the professing church. Well, that's there too. And so you have anti-Semitism, which is baked in to Islam, which is why you see all these quote-unquote terrorists year after year after year is because it's based on the holy books that they believe in. It's not some newfangled thing. Um, so there, it's anti anti-Semitism is codified in their belief system. From the time they're children, they're told that Jews are apes and pigs, and and the day of judgment, you're going to go actually kill them, and it's going to make God happy. And you're supposed to, it's your duty as a as a Muslim, right? That's anti-Semitism, all right. And um, they don't say that about Christians, by the way. It, they'll only kill the Christians who are defending the Jews, and that's that's where we're coming. That's where we're coming to, okay. If you're a Christian who keeps to themselves and, and worries about, you know, I don't know, other stuff in life, but you leave the the, the Israel thing on the side, they don't have a reason to hate you. They might disagree with you, whatever, have a beard, call it a night, but they're not going to take a knife and or, or, you know, gun you down just because you're a Christian. They don't really care. It's when you start loving the Jewish people that is the problem. But that should tell you how true it is, right? I mean, that should tell you how holy this interaction is with Israel. There's a supernatural aspect to it. There totally is. It doesn't apply to any other nation, right? I mean, innocence are innocence, and horror is horror, and death is death, and lost is lost, and saved is saved. Every nation who's welcome that we know that's the call to the church, the Gentiles, everyone who believes and come in, come in, come in, grafted into the vine, the the natural branches of the Jews. So anyway, it's always it always will come back to that. That's why Satan is focused there. That's why he created a religion to be opposed to them, so he can have a an easy um, way in. He he's he's he got a big temple. He's got his own temple on the Temple Mount right now. It's called Al Aqsa Mosque. I'm sorry, the Dome of the Rock. All right, the big golden dome there you see from from everywhere. That's Satan's temple. It's covering Abraham's rock where he sacrificed Isaac, or was going to. Oops, no, the Muslims say no. That was actually Ishmael there. Yeah, 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 sure. That's the point. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a supernatural situation when you stick your neck out for the Jews, even though, as far as they're concerned, they don't care about this Jesus guy at all. Well, they're they're gonna care. And the only question is, what are we as Gentile Christians in these other nations? What are we doing about it? We, it's not enough to talk about it. It's not enough to say I do, but like. Like, hey, Carrie. Yeah, awesome. Bless the Lord. Um, thank you. Um, what Bonservant is saying, uh, concerned about the anti-Semitism in the professing church, That's these are the sideliners. These are the guys who've been convinced by, you know who, the enemy, that Israel doesn't matter. Uh, the Jews are done with. That the state of Israel is phony or it's just another country like any other. And there's nothing prophetic about it. There's nothing prophetic that's going to happen that before Jesus returns, he doesn't care anything about these Jews. Absolutely false. But problem is, the anti-Semitism, again, is not baked into our Bible, of course. It's not baked into our scriptures, like, like Muslims. We're not taught it from a young age, other than it is baked into our biggest um, denominations. You know, call whatever you call yourself, as a Christian, whatever church you belong to, the biggest denominations are still uh, Catholicism, you know, the Catholics, the Orthodox, and uh, Lutherans. Again, whatever name you go by, those are the biggies, and they're all anti-Semitic. 
oh, oh bro, what do you how could you say that i'm like i'm a good look i grew up in the catholic church uh to this day my relatives okay are you know staunchly you know go every week and and great people and they love to serve and they serve god and they serve each other it's awesome okay they will never they have i have jewish friends right like that whole thing but the, your anti-semitism that's baked into your denomination says that israel is irrelevant that they're a millennial a millennial means that this whole return of Jesus thing and the kingdom, the thousand years of Jesus ruling over Israel that the Bible talks about, and it does, is not literal. It's it's a it's a it's just a way of saying the church now. And there, therefore, the church is Israel. That's the lie. The church is not Israel. The Gentiles are grafted into Israel. You can say that, and that's the church. But that's very different than saying we replaced them. That's why we call it replacement theology. Or some, if you're if you believe it, but you want to make it sound better, you call it covenant theology. <clears throat> I'm all about the new covenant, not the old covenant. Oh, and then it makes a lot of people who don't never thought this through. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I'm that. Yeah, I'm a new covenant, of course. That's the Jesus is the new covenant in my blood, right? Obviously, that's me. But that's a deception. What it means is we replace them. It's saying we Gentile Christian from America has superseded, that's a fancy word, supersession. My promises now are go over and above what you promised to Israel. It's, it's no longer do their promises apply, now promises to me only. Right? That's replacing. What God wanted to bless Israel with He's now replacing them with you. And they're gone. Well, if you say the Jews are gone, they're worthless, they're meaningless. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know your Bible. You don't know the Holy Spirit. You never listened to this man named Jesus who you're supposed to serve. There's nothing debatable about it about how the bible is a jewish book the new testament is a jewish book by jewish writers and no one no one ever ever talked about replacing anyone jesus never said it paul never said it james john you name it revelation none of it says it none of it alludes to it that denomination is coming in after the fact and causing problems and basically they want to feel superior Anyway, that's the anti-Semitism of the current church is, is, at least at that level, is everywhere in the world, everywhere. Amillennialism is all over. Okay? That's a problem. And then sometimes you just get flat-out Nazis. You get flat-out Nazis who call themselves Christians and who say that you're, the Jews are the enemies of Jesus Christ and, and whatever. We should uh, take our country back from them. And or whatever. That's Hitler stuff. I mean, really, that's what Germany said. That's what uh, Europe said during the Second World War period. That's what people have said for a thousand years who wanted to blame their problems on the, the Jews who were a tiny, tiny minority. And they're still a tiny, tiny minority. Do you, we, did you realize that just recently, and I'll get off of this and get back on track here, <clears throat> Just in, just recently, it was that the total number of Jewish people in the world has gone back to where it was when Hitler rose to power before the Holocaust. Do you realize that? It's taken 70 years, 75 years, whatever it is now, to replenish the population that was lost in the Holocaust. It's sick. Right? That's that's where we're at. That's reality. And what did uh, uh what did Hitler have to do with the Jews, by the way? What did he care? He didn't live in Israel. Nobody stole his land. He just blamed the Jews for his problems because the Christians of Germany were deceived. I mean, deceived isn't even the word. They're they were glad to accept it. They were glad to hear that lie. Yes, yes, those dirty Jews. 
And it came from Luther himself. We all want to say all those Protestants or whatever say, oh yeah, we don't, we don't, the Catholic lies, we want to get out of there and form our own thing. Well, guess what? The the thing you formed, Mr. Luther was a at least the end of his life, was a horrible anti-Semite and said, burn all the synagogues and burn all their Torah scrolls and chase them out of your country. That's your hero, Luther. So we've got a problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. There it is. There, I did not even read that. There's Bod Servant says, yes, I was raised, raised Lutheran, definitely anti-Jew from Luther's spew, etc. Yep. Yep. And, and, you know, we can't come across as, you know, even hating our brothers in Christ because we're told not to do that in John's epistles. But, and we're not. I'm not. Just saying this is the truth. It's the way it is. And so it should be easy to support the Jewish state against this sat Satanism that's going on with Hamas and Hezbollah, okay, and every alphabet soup of names. They're just new names, same stuff. This thing is true. How do you reach Christians that don't know their Bible? <laughs> Teach them the Bible. Refer them to teachers who will teach them. Disciple, disciple um, those who you can and make sure we're right with God ourselves. And we, we continue to be discipled by someone more mature than us in the faith, and we're discipling someone else to learn. That's how we do it. Tried and true method. Someone close to me was raised Lutheran and, in fact, hates the Jews. There you go. Uh, again, it's not like it's not hard to figure out. It's like it's like why do Muslims hate the Jews so bad? Because they're taught it from the time they were children. It's weird when they donate them. You know, it's uh, I mean, in a good way, right? It's it's a grace of God that when a Muslim comes out and doesn't hate Israel and the Jews. Sometimes it'll just be very soft. Christians also. Oh, I don't. I don't hate the Jews. I just hate Zionism. That's the that's the acceptable way to say it. Um, especially with uh, the younger. Mm, listen to me, sound like an old man. The younger generation. Uh, you know the college age folks, but even the professors. They're my age. They're older than me. Um, again, like I try to engage with folks who say it's not anti-Semitism, it's anti-Zionism. I hate the Zionists, <laughs> the Zionist entity. Well, that's Israel. That's the country. To, to say the Jews get a homeland where they always were in the Bible is called Zionism. So, you know, I'm to the point where instead of people arguing with folks that will never listen, you just say, you know what? Jesus is a Zionist. The end. God is a Zionist. He wants Israel there. He wants the Jews there. Regardless of their state of belief. Now, we know things are going to happen. This is the whole point of why God allows this um, things like Hamas and the, eventually the Antichrist and the tribulation and Jacob's trouble. That whole thing is allowed by God because he needs to get the Jews to turn to him. And that's the it's what it's going to take. It's the last option. It's the nuclear option, if you will, and God is going to use it. That's what we're told. Um, Carrie, I watched Luther and don't remember. Can watch again? Uh, it's, I don't know about when you say watch, you mean like a movie or something. It's there's writings that he published that are pretty easy to find if you just search, um, like. Luther anti-Semitic writings or something. He he wrote very a lot of just whole columns and essays about it. Uh, Marianne says the weirdest thing in my life 
if you can call it weird, was when I was rummaging through my books in the garage and found a book that denied the Shoah ever happened and call it a hoax. Yikes. The Shoah is the Holocaust. Uh, yeah, like where would you even get that from? Like that book. Where'd that come from? Zionism is needed. Capital need. Needed. Yeah. That's, I mean, look, if it wasn't for what Hitler did, the, the support for the Jewish state probably wouldn't be very high it'd be like well you're you know you left that country a long time ago and you dispersed throughout russia and europe and america and you know you're fine there <laughs> just deal with it I, I mean that's my opinion on probably what it would be like it would be a much harder fight to establish a, your own state back in the old homeland but after the after the holocaust it was very easy again this is you can see god's sovereignty in it lies about um and lies about what is happening now and in the near future i'm sorry could you preface that i need more help in what, what do you mean by that um we see we who see and understand need to fast and pray yes difficult times ahead yes and you need to firm our doctrine <laughs> yeah yep are we willing to do that i don't know that's that's hard work. You have to re, you have to repent for anything you believe wrong. We can't do. We're horrible at that. Like teach me, God. Right to tear down my understanding and rebuild it. That's tough. There you go, Karen. Thank you. Hello, staring into eternity. Is that the Jerusalem cross, I believe? Uh, sir or madam? On that on your or your icon there on YouTube. Anyway, I believe it is. I I got a jewelry piece in Jerusalem that is that exact thing. They called the Jerusalem cross because it's divided into four quarters. You see that? Um, and the city itself is, it says there's a Muslim quarter, a Jewish quarter, a Christian quarter, and an Armenian quarter. Yep. Anyway. Yes, it is, they say. Okay. Phew. Not going crazy. Uh, says, so it's a different God regardless of the name. Yep. Muslims can use the word God in English, but it's still not our God. That's correct. And it's not real. That's not controversial, is it? It seems like your God is not my God. There's only one God. Um, there's only one actual God. Yeah, yeah but there's all throughout history we've we've worshipped other gods. That was have you read the Old Testament? Like I, I like obviously there are no other big, you know, gods who are actually God, but they're lower entities that are worshipped as gods. That's always been true. Now, like I say, when we see the enemy, you know, the devil himself saying to Jesus, all you have to do is bow down and worship me. He's who, what is he saying? He wants to be God too. So yes, there's multiple, multiple gods out there. And just because you call yourself something doesn't mean anything. Like Allah. Okay. The God. Great. You know what means Lord in Hebrew? Baal. You want to be called, you want to worship Baal? Is that really what you're saying? Like, we know what that means. A Bible student knows you don't say that. Because even if we know it means, the word just means Lord, but it's a different entity who's calling themselves the Lord. It's the enemy. It's not God. So it's not our Father. So same thing with Allah. You can, you can call himself whatever he wants. He can call himself that, but it doesn't mean it's true. And we would never say that. As a Christian, I, I know I'm not, okay, I'm not from the Arab world. I don't know how Arab Christians, and some totally agree with me on this and some completely disagree. But I would never, even if I was an Arabic-speaking Christian, I would never refer to God as Allah.
Oops, skip right over you, bond servant. Last night in our Bible study, we talked about this exact thing. Amazing how God firms the message for us. Whatever thing you're talking about, hallelujah. <laughs> um, oh, Claudia, okay, the lies of somehow the Israelis are to blame. Yeah. Uh, people stand with Israel for now, but things will probably change in the collective mind so they that they will remain alone, as the Bible says. Yeah, I mean, eventually, that's right. Eventually, that's what we're told, we're promised, basically, right? God says, eventually, Israel, all your friends will leave you. All, <clears throat> all your allies will forsake you. And that's happened before. And it's going to happen again. No matter what, how firm you think it is, like you have aircraft carriers showing up right now and that definitely proves that you're an ally, okay? If if American aircraft carrier battle groups show up on your doorstep to support you, we support you. Like, that's for sure. Now, talk is cheap. Money eh, could go either way, right? Supplies and weapons, that says a little more. But your actual guys who are there and sailors and airmen and, and Marines and, like, your actual Billions and billions of dollars worth of the best military tech on the earth is right there outside your shoreline. That's support. Um, okay, you were talking about just last night the roots of anti Semitism, how we need to stand for the Jewish people. Yeah. And frankly, and let's just end with this, okay? Um, you should help. Give to jacobsrefuge.com slash Israel. Go to give button. Give right now. Doesn't matter what it is. Just You probably pay more for lunch than you're going to give to this, and that's fine, but it's important. Yes, we're asking you to do this. I'm asking you to do this. Um, in the words of Jesus, where he gives his last sermon basically before the cross on what's going to happen before I come back how will we know that was the question right disciples asked him how will we know when your days are near how will we know when the end is coming when you're, the kingdom is coming when you are coming back that's what they'll understand later as coming back and uh, and then he gives what we call the signs of the end, right? The end times, the wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. And I've taught on all these things. But the point is, there's a whole list of stuff. And then the, they'll throw you in prison. They'll hate you. They'll kill you. The great tribulation, Jacob's trouble, right? This whole list of stuff. And then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in the sky. And I will come in the power with great glory. And the angels will collect you, whatever, all that stuff. And then at the end of that, it says, by the way, when I do return and I sit on my glorious throne, that's David's throne in Jerusalem, you know where the Jews are? Because he's king of the Jews. Side note. When, when, he, when I sit on my glorious throne and judge the nations, he says, I'm going to separate the sheep from the goats and the the." Goat's destiny is not good, okay? You say, oh, well, psh. so what? Those are unbelievers. Well, not at, Ezekiel says the sheep and the goats are both his people. They're the teachers of the, the word, the followers of God. Not the phony ones, not the enemies of God. The goats are not the enemies of God. There's that. And then he follows that up with, well, whatever you do to the least of these, my brothers, you've done it to me. But Lord, Lord, I, we didn't see you in prison or sick. And so how could you say we did it to you? What's he, what is he saying is when the Jews were persecuted at the end of the age, what were you doing for them? My brothers and sisters are the Jewish people. In that context, because he's sitting right there, and he's separating the sheep and the goats on a hill right outside where he's sitting on the throne. And the great drama in, in all the prophets 
It's not about Christians being persecuted because just because. Because there's a controversy over Zion, over the land and that mountain, that place, that nation that he called Abraham to. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, right? So, of course, it's going to end there. It's going to be about how you as a Gentile Christian treated Israel during the end. And I don't know, nope, I can't say how long we have until, you know, the final events that we're talking about, but guess what? We have them right now. We have some right now. We have Hamas right now. So what are we going to do about it? If you die tomorrow, right, if your life is over tonight, and your last <clears throat> act of support for the Jews is not just putting some flag pin on your shirt or a Oh, and that's great, or putting a, a meme on your Facebook or Twitter account. You know what I mean? I stand with Israel and I share that. Great. What if your last act before you died was to give something to actually heal physical Jewish people who were hurt in this war of existence? I think that would look very, very good on your... Uh, report when you see the Lord. All right, friends, that is it. This has been Unsealed, a very special episode, more like a fundraiser than uh, than an episode of entertainment or whatever, but so what? It's needed. Go to jacobsrefuge.com slash Israel and give today. We want to get this money out next week, first thing in the week, probably Monday, maybe Tuesday, I guess, if we want to give people till Monday to add to it, but this weekend is the end. Um, so give now, okay? And share this video. Share it with your church. Like Brother said earlier, that's awesome. Yeah, give this link to your church. They can share it directly. They can do it individually. They can have the pastor say, hey, guys, this is worthwhile. It's going to go direct there to the front lines. Great. Do it. All right, and we'll see you, Lord willing, next time. Maybe next week on Unsealed. Who knows? Uh, one final thing. Again, tomorrow is the beginning of the uh, Al-Fadi um, online conference called Setting the Captives Free. Go to alfadiacademy.com and register. Hurry up because it starts tomorrow. All right, guys, until next time, love you much. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.